Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay. <clears throat> Tonight's Mishnah Shi'ur is Le'ilu Nishmat Jenny Bat Adela, who is the night Hayom Pekidat Shvua. Following Arvit, there's some some food that you can take with you to say some Berachot Le'ilu Nishmata. We'll say Hashkava after after the Kaddish um, tonight. Yeah, tonight. <clears throat> okay, we are on Perek Dalid Mishnah Bet in Masechet Yevamot. Hakoneset Yevimto, a man who performs Yibum with his Yevama, but he does it within uh, three months. We talked about yesterday that you have to wait three months after the husband dies to make sure she's not pregnant. But he did it within three months. And she was found to be pregnant from the first husband. And she gave birth. When the child is viable, meaning the child will live. Now, Yotzi, the Yavam has to send away the Yavama. He cannot stay married to her because she's an Ervat to him. Uh, this child is viable, they shouldn't have done Yibum. The Hayavin be Korban, and they have to bring a Korban Hatat because it was an unintentional sin. And if the child is not viable, he was not going to live and be sustained, then he can keep the Yavama as a wife because she indeed required Yibum. Safek ben Tisha Larishon, Safek ben Shiva Laharon. Now, this child that's born, what happens if we're not sure if it's a child from a nine-month a nine pregnancy from the first husband or a seven-month pregnancy from the second husband? So children, uh, viable children can either be born prematurely at seven months or full at nine months. But we're not sure which, hus- which, child this came, uh, which husband this came from. So the Mishnah says, Yotzi. The Yavam has to divorce the Yavama, he must send her away because she might be forbidden for him, to him. The Avalad Kasher, but the child is acceptable, meaning the child is not a Mamzer uh, because he was not born from any sinful relationship. Does the difference if it's a female or male? No, no. Talui. And the couple has to bring a Korban Asham Talui which is a korban that is brought of someone who is unsure if he has if he has to bring a korban hatat. So since this is a case of Savek, maybe maybe this is not my child, maybe I shouldn't have done this, so therefore they have to bring asham, asham talui. All right, the next two Mishnayot deal with the monetary rights of a yavam and a yavama. Shomelet yavam shenaflu la nechasim. If there was a woman who was waiting to have yibum performed, she inherited property. What is done with this property that she, or where does this property go to? Modim bet shamayu bet hilel, bet shamayu bet hilel agrees, shemocheret venotenet vekayam. That she may sell or give this property to whoever she wants, the transaction stands. It's her property, even though technically she's waiting for the guy to, to take her in Yibum, 
which normally a lot of that property would go to belong to her husband. No, this is hers, and she can buy and sell as she pleases. Now, Meta, if the woman who was waiting for Yibum died after the Yavam performed some sort of ma'amar with her, what should they do with, with her ketubah of the 100 or 200 zoos that is uh, on, the, on ketubah, and as well as the property that she brought in? What do they do with the properties that enter and leave the marriage with? So meaning, does it go to the Yavam, or does her family uh, inherit it? Bet Shammai, Omrim, Bet Shammai says, Yachloku yorsheha ba'alim yorsheav. Very, very simple. The, the, the heirs of the husband, which is her, uh, his brother, the Yavam, divided with the, her father. They, they split it. There's $100,000, $50,000 to the, to the Yavam, $50,000 to the woman's, uh, woman's father. Ubetilel Omrim, Betilel says, No. The, 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 the ma'amar that the, that the Yavam made doesn't give him the rights to, uh, to anything. So therefore, nechasim, if the properties that, um, are, that, that are, um, that are hers, bechezkatan, um, sorry, the, the properties that were there originally, bechezkatan, they remain under the, the previous, uh, uh, status. So now if it belonged to the husband, it belonged to the husband. If it belonged to her, it belonged to her. Ketubah, the money in the ketubah, becheskat yorshehabal. It remains to the husband's heirs, which is him, the yavam, because the wife never um, uh, had any claim to that money. So it goes back to, to the husband. Uh, there was never a divorce involved that, that she would get it. Nechasima, nechasima, yotzimima, the properties that enter and leave the marriage with her, which are the melod properties, those are not divided like Bet Shammai said, but Becheskat Yosheav, they remain under the status of the father, the father of the of this girl, because Betilel holds that the, the Ma'amar has gives the Yavam no rights to her property. Mishnah Dalit. Kenasa. Once the Yavam marries her and um, performs Yibum, Harehi Ke she is his wife uh, with regards to everything. Full wife. Except that if the ketubah needs to come in play, the property that's taken is taken from the first husband that passed away, and not from, which is his brother, and not from, uh, not from him. Mitzvah, if there's no property from the first husband, the Gemara talks about that, then I guess it would come, it would come from him. Mitzvah bagadol le'yabem. The mitzvah is for the oldest brother to perform yibum. Loratza, if he didn't want to. Mehalachin al-kol ha'achin. We go to all the brothers in order of birth to see who wants to perform yibum before we offer halitza. Loratzu, if nobody wants to marry this, uh, this girl. Chozrin etzel gadol. We go back to the oldest one. Ve'omrim lo and we tell him, Alecha mitzvah. The mitzvah is upon you. O halot o yabem. Either do chalitza or you do yibum. Okay, that's Mishnah Hey. Mishnah Vav. Tala bakatan achiyagil. Let's say the oldest brother said, listen, I think that my youngest brother would be very well suited for this girl. The problem is he's young. He's eight years old. Let's wait for him to get uh, bar mitzvah. Okay? And, uh, and then, uh, then he'll, he'll do the yibum. Or let's say the youngest brother was approached and he says, listen, I'm not good for this girl. My older brother should be for this girl, and, but he's out of town. He's in a different country doing business. Wait for him to come back. 
Okay? And then he'll do the, uh, the yibum. Or bacheresh, or bashoteh. Or let's say we have uh, uh, someone who is uh, mentally incompetent or a deaf mute that, uh, that maybe they, they will get better. Maybe as time goes on, they'll be healed and they'll be good enough to... Uh, meaning, don't, don't look at me. Wait for those guys. And shomin lo. Don't listen to any of them. Ela omrim lo. We tell to that person, alecha mitzvah. The mitzvah is on you. O halos o yabem. It's up to you to perform either halitza or yibum. Mishnah zayin. Hacholetz leyevimto, a brother who performs chalitza with the, with the yevama. Harehu kechad mina achin la He's like any brother with regards to inheriting the, uh, the, the property of the dead brother, meaning they all divide equally. The guy can't say, ah, since I'm the one that married his, his the widow, I get more out of my dead, um, the dead brother's property. It doesn't work like that. He's equal. But if there's a father that's still alive, the property belongs to the father. Because the father is considered a closer relative to the deceased son than the brother is. A brother who marries his Yevama, so he performs Yibum, he gains um, uh, all, the, the, um, uh, all, all the dead brother's property. So if you perform Chalitza, like we said in the Tana, the, 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 the opening line of the Mishnah was, if you perform chalitza, okay, that doesn't get, uh, that doesn't give you any more of the dead brother's property. But if you marry her, if you perform yibum, okay, I think I miss, I misspoke it before. If you perform yibum, then yes, zachabanechasim shalachit, you now get the property of, of the, of the dead brother. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda argues and he says, ben kach u ben kach, im yesham av nechasim shalav. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, 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 no. You don't get anything of the brother. If there's a, as long as there's a father alive. If there's a father alive, you don't get anything. If the father's not alive, then yes, you would get the property of the deceased brother. The boy's father or the girl's father? The boy's father. Boy. If someone performs halitza with the Yevama, who asur bikrovotea, he cannot marry any of her relatives who would have been forbidden to him had he performed Yibum with this girl. And she is similarly is forbidden to all of his relatives, even though technically they're not married. So the Gemara give, the, the Mishnah gives examples. Who asur beima uv emima uv emavia? He is forbidden to marry her mother, her grandmother on the mother's side, and her grandmother from the father's side. Ubebita, he can't marry her daughter. Ubatbita or her granddaughter. Ubatbena, uh, whether it's a daughter's daughter or the son's daughter. And he can't marry uh, her sister as long as this woman is still alive. The Torah tells us that a man cannot marry his wife's sister, as long, uh, even if they get divorced or whatever, as long as the wife is, is still alive. Once, if the wife passes away, he can marry the wife's sister. Uh, but the brothers um, of the man who performed Khalitsa, they're permitted to marry the Khalitsa's uh, relatives. Well, that's not really a, a relation. They can, they can get married. Vehi asura be'aviv uva'aviv. She cannot marry his father and his father's father. Ubivno uven beno, and she cannot marry his son or his son's sons. Be'achiv uben'achiv, or his brother and his brother's sons. Mutar adam bikrovat tsarat chalutzato. A man is allowed to marry the close relative of the chalutzah's co-wife. 
We're back to the co-wives because he didn't perform any chalitza with her. Ve'asur betzarat kerovat chalutzato, but he's forbidden to marry the co-wife of the chalutza's relative. So this situation um, is as follows. If the, written over here, charted out. If the chalutza's, the one who performed chalutza, if her sister married his brother, okay, so that's allowed, um, but then that brother died, so that the chalu, that chalutza's sister now falls to yibum, yibum to the man who gave uh, a chalitza to the sister. All right, so that man can't perform yibum with either the chalutza or the or the co-wife uh, because the chalutza's sister is forbidden to him for yibum in the second situation. So is the so is the co-wife. A little bit complicated there. Okay, um, let's do one more. Hacholet leyevimto. If someone performed chalitza with the woman, and his brother married her sister, so that's good, and then died childless, the sister performs chalitza with the remaining brother, but cannot be taken uh, in Yibum, like we learned in the previous Mishnah. So too, if someone divorced his wife, and his brother married her sister, Vamet, and then died. The sister is exempt both by Chalitza and Yibum with the remaining brother because she's actually forbidden to him biblically um, uh, as, as, a, as a sister of, uh, of the wife. Okay, we'll conclude. He will say Kaddish and Hashgavah. <laughs>